Okay, Andy, let's talk about inner speech. I think I have observed it in my kids and my grandkids, but I would like to hear you talk about the way Vygotsky talks about it. And I'm looking at page 149 of my old copy of Thought and Word, where it says, this is some of that lovely um, evocative translation. Um, but while in external speech thought is embodied in words, in inner speech words die as they bring forth thought. What's that about? Uh, <clears throat> thank you for that question, Helena. I've been thinking a lot about uh, inner voice uh, last couple of weeks because I've been involved in, I've been attending training in uh, conflict resolution and meeting facilitation and a lot of that is about internal voices and I've been asking my friends about their internal voices and so on as well. Uh, so it's really timely. Now I found the passage that you quote on page 280 of my uh, edition of the uh, volume one of the collected works. Um, the words are much the same there but I'll put it on the screen so that uh, people can have a browse of it. The first thing to say about this is Vygotsky is talking in the developmental frame. Right? Not exactly talking about um, like words going in and dying. He's talking about um, speech in its various forms from external to internal and so on, um, dying as a de developmental phase. Right? So what, what he means is that the, in the, he's talking about the development of the intellect, that is to say the capacity to uh, operate and think in terms of concepts. Now concepts are pure meaning. When we're thinking, you know, trying to work out what we're going to do for the day, working through a problem, assessing someone that's uh, maybe talking to us or whatever it is we're generally speaking thinking in concepts in pure meanings we're not having an internal conversation with ourselves in fully developed sentences that's for sure right? pure meaning so by meaning remember meaning is a, is a active relation of yourself to outside problems or objects Okay, what do I mean by that? What's your intention? What are you getting at? What 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 action is implied in your stance? Right? Concepts of pure meaning. A single concept may be many different meanings for di many different contexts. Right? So thinking is not a speech, not a monologue. Right? The brilliance of Vygotsky is how he, he understands this mysterious dark realm by approaching it in a developmental sense. So he traces the emergence of what he calls verbal thought because he's taking it for granted like the ancients before him that the intellect uh, is something to do with speech. So he traces the development of thinking and speech from the earliest phases of their appearance, uh, separate appearance in a child through um, their 
the child using external speech to control their own activity to that external speech becoming quiet, silent, internal uh, until it disappears entirely into pure meaning and you have human beings operate without talking to themselves. Now the brilliant thing that you've drawn my attention to is how he says that there are two stable realms. On one side you've got pure thought, pure concepts, meaning. On the other side you've got spoken words one after the other. Both of them are stable, well-established uh, levels or planes of activity. But in between, both in the developmental sense of this uh, brief passage in the child's development, but also in our own day-to-day -day, uh, activity, there is this unstable, so dynamic, unstable, fluid phenomenon that appears momentary between the more clearly formed and stable poles of verbal thinking word and thought, you know, speech and thinking. And that's in fact what you find with people that when we're, for instance, when we're just normally and effectively thinking, there's no uh, monologue going on there unless you happen to be speaking at the time. But when you come across a problem, the, uh, the your consciousness pops into conscious awareness and like a critical voice that you may have heard sometimes someone saying, like Michael Cole giving me an advice about some matter, or my partner who picks me up on this or that, or a discovery I made to myself some time ago and I hear myself mentioning this. So different voices advise us or criticize us or voice things, problems, right? So, but this is this very fluid, unstable thing. It's not thought itself, it's not speech, but it lies on the surface in between in this unstable fluid plane. And this plane uh, appears in the process of development, but it dies away. It's a, it begins as a, you know, a definite phase of development as external speech becomes silent speech and it disappears developmentally into intelligence, the intellect. But remnants of it, continue around right into our adult life. That's the wonderful thing about it. Okay, thank you for that Helena.